Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And welcome along to the, the worst idea of all time with me, John Cena. <laughs> Guy Montgomery's back, everyone. Welcome to the. I might add some applause. Well, as we applaud, applaud ourselves. Guy Montgomery is back. He's back. He's just touched down today. He's gotten off an international flight. Guy, how in God's name are you? I'm actually, you know what, Tim? I'm going really good, thanks. Yep. I'm in a particularly good mood. <laughs> <laughs> we all are, mate. <laughs> I mean, let's not beat around the bush, but we certainly beat around the bush. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was very thinly veiled. Yeah. Well appreciated, that re- that reference. Uh, well, I mean, there's only one way to really tackle tackle today's uh, today's watch, Tim, and it was head on. Yeah, and no, it wasn't really, sober. That's <laughs> no, no, sure. Really thought you got to grab the bull by the horns and really see where it takes you on this one. Oh, I feel like we grabbed the horns by the bull in a way. Yeah, you know? absolutely. We were twisting it round. We were twisting we, around we, the We really took, took control today. We said, hey, move, you're not going to boss us around. Hey, like when we boss you around. Paradigm shifters, that's us. That's well, what we were doing. S- certainly that's how it felt anyway. Uh, I'm good. Thank you, Tim. It's good to be back. Good. Um, it's good to have you back. Yeah. What, you, uh, hey, guy, can I ask you a question? Can yeah. I ask you a personal question? <laughs> Go for it, mate. What do you think of the movie, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not bad, actually. I mean, it's... Today, I've got to be honest with, with all of our listeners, whoever you are. Uh, <laughs> Who are you, by the way? Today. <laughs> Explain yourself. Today, uh, Tim and I were very complimentary about pretty much all the actors at one point or another <laughs> during the film. Uh, like, every every main actor, everyone we've cussed out before, at least at one point in the movie, got one of us turned to the other one in all genuine emotion and saying, I feel like Kevin James really nailed that line, bro. But do you know who I was really paying attention to? Patty Schwartz. And Patty Schwartz <laughs> brought the noise. Patty we'll get Schwartz. onto that later. We'll yeah, get onto yeah. that later. 
That's for later. That's a tease, folks. That's what we in the, uh, the business call a tease. That's a good tease. I'd stick around to find out where that leads. To where- paint a little picture for you, folks, we're currently in um, my lounge in my new flat. This is your first time at the flat. What do you think, guys? Yeah, you've, I mean, you really hit a home run here, Tim. It's a beautiful... It's, it's not a flat, it's a home. Thank you. For a start. Thank you for recognising that. Wonderfully flat. furnished. I believe my comment when I walked in today was... This is like where a grown-up lives. This is like where they live on Shortland Street. That is exactly word for word uh, what you said. And you're right. It's like a, it's like I'm living in an attractive set because I'm not used to living yeah. in attractive places. It's like a well-dressed flat set. Mm. I could see Sarah and TK arguing over muesli at that very tabletop. Had Sarah Potts not died recently. Thanks for opening that recently. <laughs> Scabbed oh. over wound, bro. Don't don't reference that. It'll age the podcast terribly. God, will it what? Wait a minute. This podcast sucks, though. <laughs> no, this is a good podcast. <laughs> okay. We're burning the club up right now. All right, if you say so. I'm okay. sorry to bring that negativity into the zone. That's okay. I apologize. You know, I'm radiating so much fucking positive energy right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the worst idea of all time. This is a podcast in which uh, myself and Guy Montgomery, two comedians from New Zealand, have endeavoured to watch the film Grown Ups 2 with a stellar cast and a huge budget. We endeavour to watch that film once a week, every week, for one year. So far, we're up to episode number 28, which means we have seen the film now, as of a few minutes ago, 28 times. <laughs> Cheers for doing the maths for them, Tim. They might have really struggled with the equation. <laughs> After you said we're watching it for a year, this is the 28th week. They're probably going, now, how many times does that mean they've watched it? What you don't appreciate, guys, is that people tune in and out of stuff like this. So you've got to nail the points that you really want to I know, drive home. And you, you gave the answer away in the equation. You I proposed. know, but sometimes people like tune out. They're like, episode, blah, 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 you know, in the head. <laughs> and then I have to really nail what you're I think what happened is you tuned out during your own thought. <laughs> I tuned out to my then, own thought. And then you're Right. I need to reiterate it. You did right. You did right. Yeah. And I, I mean, Tim, sorry, just, I'm just yeah. going to sort of reference the fact that it's the 28th viewing. I yes. feel like between us, this mm. was probably, aside from, I can't actually cite an example, maybe after the 48 hour film festival, we had a very good time watching the movie, but this is certainly one of the top two Grown Ups 2 movie watching experiences I've had in my life. And I say that as a man who's watched Grown Ups 2 28 times. I'm with you on that. And we had minimal guests as well, because usually it's really enjoyable when you have um, some fresh eyes in the room as we've talked about in previous episodes but this time Ra came in he had a seat he joined us briefly he's my flatmate and then he had to go to the basketball game within about 40 minutes of turning up do you know why it works so well because it's like we're guests for each other because we've been apart for so long exactly exactly my point this is exactly what I was talking about when I said this podcast is going to make us better friends so in a relationship folks it's important to give each other a little space and independence every now and then so that That's you can right, Tim. you can You're be your own person such a good person. communicator I fucking love it when you communicate like this and so what guy did is he fucked off to the northern hemisphere for a bit and he's been travelling around Europe as well you know if you're a fan but I've of the been podcast. in touch with you constant constant it's communication more than anyone else but only about the podcast interestingly that is, that is correct <laughs> um, so so that's happened and now guy you're back in my life I know we were, uh, I couldn't be happier about we're it we're side by side my thigh is touching Tim's wrist yeah it's because I'm holding the mic it's um <laughs> shit's intense I mean you I don't want to let the cat out of the bag so to speak but it's a pretty un, unprofessional recording situation we've got on our hands whatever this is as professional as we've ever done it. I've got a pop shield now. I think I do think the sound quality is going to be markedly better on there's this. There's no way to tell. Well, there's you listen, if you listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a way to, like, like what the people are doing right now. But for us recording it right now, there's yeah, no, no way to tell. Yeah, no, but whoever's listening to it right now and they're thinking in their head, oh, no, is this better or worse quality than when I listened to episode 27? 
I'd definitely be thinking this is way better. I hope so. I hope so. I hope the investment's really paid off with the... Um, How much did that cost you? What? The, the mic? The microphone? The microphone. That will... Okay, this thingy that I'm going to use for a lot of things, it cost me, I think, I think it was 250 or 300 250 bucks. Secondhand? No, no, I got... No. First hand? I don't buy tech secondhand, man. Don't it's you? rookie... No. You don't buy tech secondhand. There's a lot of shit I'll buy secondhand, but tech isn't among the things. Why not? Don't you trust anyone? It's just like, it's probably burnt out and you don't get the warranty and whatnot, you know? And so, where'd you buy this from? Was it on sale? No, I don't know. It was, it was on a website. Oh, nice. Shopping online smart. It is. And what about this, this microphone popper? This $15, I think. Secondhand? Uh, no, it was new, but only because I couldn't be bothered searching out a secondhand um, pop shield to save a dollar. <laughs> you know alright well now we know <laughs> now we're all up to speed we're all up to speed on the setup and it's we're all up to speed on the gear and it's about and for those wondering it's a Tascam DR40 just so you're aware I'd say that comment probably struck a chord with roughly 0.0 you started this guy not me 1% of our listeners not me you started this That's gear right. conversation um, so listen guy we've got so many ideas now <laughs> we've just been chatting chatting away as the movie's been progressing and we've got ideas for new segments and I would like to kick off the inaugural uh, like um, outing of a new segment which you thought of I don't want to take the thunder away from you so please tell uh, us what it is and what it's called the segment is called Patty Schwartz Party Time and what is it? Uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger son of Arnold Schwarzenegger appears in the movie probably maybe four possibly five times five times too many if you ask me I think it's about right anyway uh, I, it's quite it's just fascinating knowing that it's Arnold Schwarzenegger's son and the more you watch the movie, the more your eye is drawn towards the action, uh, whatever he's involved with during the... I guess the main reason it's so appealing is because he's not a particularly strong actor, but what he lacks in sort of raw talent, uh, he makes up for in buckeyed enthusiasm. It's like when you're at school and you get separate grades for um, effort and achievement. <laughs> he's you, know, fucking, you remember that in primary? Yeah, yeah. It was like they give you a whatever out of 10 for effort. You get like a nine, but achievement, you get a six, which he's, means you're a spad, but you're into it. He's through the roof on participation. Uh, and like, so Patty Schwartz party time is pretty much just the Patrick Schwarzenegger highlight of the of the film. And I mean, do you think we do one each or we share one? I think we've got to share one because we think... have got a lot of viewing okay. left, my friend. Well, can I, go, oh, can I do today's? Please. Uh, so it's when they're at the frat house and Braden Higgins is has vandalized it and Taylor Lautner does what in, in my opinion is probably one of the more inspiring speeches of the of the film in which he says we are going to find those fart heads and we are going to kill them uh, which is a pretty strong juxtaposition between a very light hearted sort of childish put down and a pretty serious sort of criminal act yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> arguably one of the most serious criminal acts there is it's that kind of Shakespearean light and shade which really makes the movie work oh, in my experience it's really what for mine makes it pop off the page and into your living room um, I mean I've said that probably I think in every podcast so far countless times before so there's no need to go down that particular train of thought at this juncture uh, anyway, in this moment... Speaking of trains and junctures, we're going to bring that up later as well. Oh, oh, big time. Lots to talk about with trains. <laughs> but sorry, we're going to stay on point. So Paddy Schwarzenegger, after Taylor does the inspiring speech, all the frat boys start going, kill, kill, kill and they're all chanting kill. and they all start sort of racking each other up and, and grabbing their shirts and stuff. And Patrick, <laughs> uh, just for those of you not in the room, Guy literally just grabbed my shirt as he said that. Just to add emphasis. And Patrick Schwarzenegger looks left and he looks right for someone to interact with. But all of the other actors are taken so he's left with nothing to do yeah but just 
Think on your feet, Patty. All right. Be quick, Patty. <laughs> this is Hollywood. Things move fast around here. And so he just starts right, like fist pumping. Like it's 4 a.m. in Ibiza and he's up to his eyeballs in fucking the cacao bean. <laughs> and I don't know. It's like a six, You're right. six or seven second shot. There's so many moments in this film where Patty Schwartz is crying out from a little brotherly love from his fellow actors yeah. on screen because he doesn't know how to act. So he's like, maybe if I interact <laughs> with someone else who knows how to act, it'll either rub yeah. off or they won't pay as much it's attention like, to me. And he gets nothing back, yeah, right? He gets cold shoulders. Exactly. A lot of cold he gets shoulders. Some brick walls out there. Uh, so, yeah, that's, I mean, for me, that was. Patty, I don't know how I sang it before. Patty Schwartz, party time! Patty Schwartz, party time! This is pretty party good. Party time! We hadn't rehearsed that. No. You may be able to tell. <laughs> that was off the cuff. <laughs> Believe it or not. Uh, Believe it or not, Patty Schwartz is in the film. <laughs> And it, it, oh no, okay. and he can't even act a little bit <laughs> Flying away on his daddy's career He was Terminator Believe Now it's party time <laughs> Betty Schwartz, party time Alright, we should outsource our stings Because yeah. neither of us can do them um, A guy pull out the notebook Because this is the beautiful thing about you being here today We shared a notebook and we shared notes okay. and, uh, Do you want to get into the second regular segment we have in the show Shining Light Now, would this be an appropriate time? No, we'll do another tease Okay, very good <laughs> Please, like grown ups too, let's set up a whole lot of threads that don't pay off this is, this is So what, meta mate, This is what they do on commercial radio It's called a tease after the break, Iggy is coming up in the next fifteen. We've got uh, Iggy is Azalea. No, no, no. You tell me what is coming on the podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, go again. <laughs> You're on the worst idea of all time with old Betty and Monty. And uh, coming up in the next fifteen, uh, we've got uh, the shining light. Uh, what's yours this week, Tim? Actually, don't tell me. Save it for later. We've also got a little segment about Halston Sage. Now you might remember her. She's the actress who's played Nancy Kerrigan. Our buckle, uh, this whole fake radio <laughs> no, shit. No, commit. You never commit enough. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's gone now. It's, it's definitely gone. gone now. It was close, though. Mm. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you want to get into if that's not what we're getting into? Oh, look, I now. just, I, I, um, on the way home on the flight, I watched Bad Neighbors, mm. uh, which is a Seth Rogen, Rose Byrne, Zach Efron, Dave Franco film. Is that, um, uh, thingy bob directing it you know from freaks and geeks no it wasn't judd apatow it was thank you i like that that was the piece of work i picked from his as well yeah yeah no been a long time ago i can't remember who it was doesn't matter Move anyway forward. uh you she's in the it? movie i watched it i thought it was a pretty funny movie it was quite good fun there was some high like especially you know as always because i don't watch enough movies at the moment measuring it against grown-ups too which is the yardstick mm-hmm. came out great and halston sage uh who plays the the girl who Greg has a crush on in Grown Ups 2. Probably she, the like, only love interest in the movie, actually, if you think about apart it. Apart from the wives. No, 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 but they're not a love interest. They're just like a love. You know? Yeah, I know. I know. What about Bumpy and Chris Rock? Oh, Robert? yeah. No, I beg your pardon. Yeah, there is two. Charlotte, I believe, is her name. Anyway. <laughs> You'd think we'd know that by this point, but apparently like, we don't. I don't even have a, real, a point on this, really. I just <laughs> she I just saw she was in another movie. I was like, oh, well, I could for her. Like, you, don't, you don't want to go down with the singing ship, you know. I want to create a flourish. Well, that's the thing because the ballet instructor is it ballet? They do say ballet, yeah, yeah, it, it ballet doesn't resemble result. any ballet I've seen. But the ballet teacher in this movie, I don't think has done any other films. 
Yeah. Certainly not of this budget. I've also got a, another little quibble with the ballet recital. Please, guys. So this is like the big school ballet recital that they're building towards for, I assume, the last term of, of school. This is it, bro. You've paid your $3,000 for your kid to attend. You've dropped them off. You've picked them up countless times. It's fucked up your day plans. Yeah. But what's it all leading to? The this, big recital. The big recital. they got a sellout. they got a full house in the school assembly hall. I think we're talking about between 500 and 800 parents have come along to watch this ballet recital. And this teacher's been working on it for God knows how long. So yes. she, she, the, the response when she comes out on stage is massive. And uh, she sort of rides around in her leotard with her push-up bra for about 40 seconds. Good verb. Then rides the, is accurate. Then the kids come out. They prance around on there for like one minute. The music shifts like tempo once. And that's it. Well, what do you want to see in your ballet recital? If I was guy? a parent, I would be ropeable. This is is the fruit of the like. I just want to mention as well that the kid's about eight years old. Guy guy is really disappointed (laughs) with the standard of the recital put on by a bunch of eight year olds. It's just this. This teacher's just parading around out there. Like it's just anyway. I'm sorry. Well, no, no, but honestly, let's analyze this against the yardstick of what no, we you got, would look, want. Got, no, no, no. Let me just ask this. We've got notes Guy, to get through. Monty, let me just ask this question. What would you like to see? Like, what would you expect? You're a parent in the oh, room. Okay. What you kind of what? time Recently, frame? How many about, songs? We're talking about kids who are probably aged between, I reckon, five and ten. Sure. Maybe. Yeah, I'd say five and ten. About that. Five and ten, like, sort of, I think it's what, 20 to 30, five to ten-year-old girls practicing ballet twice a week uh, after school once before it it's pretty I, I assume like you know they've got the outfits it sure. looks like they've invested a bit of time and money sure. in this I think it would be reasonable to expect a 10 minute ballet recital I was going to say 45 so you've gone under so well, yeah I guess I, I, I'm with you I'm, I'm very I'm much thinking with in you. the in the realm of the film 40 I mean 45 is, is 40, no 45 is not, not 45 is yeah, yeah. like for a ballet recital what is, it's a lot more than two you know it was a break in between for refreshment so we're talking in terms of stage time 35 yeah, yeah. probably you know take yeah, a couple no, minutes off beginning and end and don't be afraid to throw in a narrative yeah not just like two vaguely synchronised dance routines I hear and one solo yeah look at the great works uh, the the Nutcracker. There we go. Swan Lake. There we go. Possibly Romeo and Juliet. They all tell stories yeah, on begin- the stage. A, a beginning, a middle, and end. What is wrong with a three-act structure in a ballet recital? And uh, I don't care how old they are. We've put a lot of time and money into this. That's Our kids right. have been going to this fucking teacher for so <laughs> fucking long. And all she does is come out there in this figure-formed suit, parades around like a piece of meat for all the dads out there to get their rocks off. Which, frankly, I found inappropriate. I found it offensive. I thought it was a, it was a downright outrage. I'm surprised that the Board of Trustees isn't stepped in. I don't know who's working security at this event. We've got a janitor, a non-pervert around the town. He brought binoculars, he, for Christ's sake. He's got binoculars. He's hanging from the rafters, having a wonderful time. The police force is here. They're They've clocked out. Nothing. They're supposed to be on duty. Do you know what they're doing? They're bloody undressing the ballet teacher with their eyes and making very crash Jiggling calls. their handcuffs. And in fact, this brings me to a shining light this week, Tim. Well, I'm glad we've brought it around to some sort of point. <laughs> Which is very inappropriate, but I thought it was a very bold display of gag writing from whoever was in charge of the script at this point. And Peter Dante, the police officer, yes. inappropriately, completely says, I want to arrest her for disturbing the peace in my pants. And I tell you what, it's really difficult to put your shining light right on the back of a massive rant. <laughs> it sort of undercuts the whole 
the whole push I was going to go for, but slightly. But no, I did, you, you I were mean, right I to bring to, it in. I there. went to the trouble of writing it down. You did look at that in your own handwriting. I want to arrest her for disturbing the peace. So dot I'd, dot dot. Beat I, I thought I in my pants. What was your shining light? My shining light was beans hand miming so near the end of the film when we're at the Fader's house for the big bash which we're all very familiar with at this yeah. point um, there is a point where Bean uh, who is Kevin James's son starts playing what is that tra- it's a very famous um, dun 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 uh, dun 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 it's, dun, 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 it's Mozart dun, dun, is it Bach is Mozart I yeah, know, it's oh, one it of those famous it it's be, a famous yeah, it bloody classical tune um, I feel embarrassed for not knowing what Tchaikovsky. it is to be honest it's not Tchaikovsky. It's earlier than that. Fire Rams. Is that one? Could be. It's not. It's you a, know yeah. when you it, read those... No. Listen. <laughs> listen. Hold on. Let me get this out. So when he... So Bean, who has been presented throughout the rest of the film as a complete moron, like he can't do math, but for some reason his parents don't step in and correct that decision. They feel it's more important that he feels good about himself, which is a whole other bloody Well, that's actually, uh, I think, a point of parenting which Kevin James and his wife haven't opened up for discussion. Because it feels like his wife is sort of really trying to support the conversation, but Kevin James is just, he's swanning in, doing gags at his le- leisure <laughs> yeah, and swanning back out. There's something that me and Guy noticed in this viewing, sorry, Guy and I noticed in this viewing, is that Kevin James basically arrives on the scene to see his wife working with Bean on math. And Bean, and is, just makes Bean is clearly struggling with the math. <laughs> just calls him out for being an idiot. Donna, his daughter, walks in, calls Donna out for her ridiculous shoes, <laughs> which she made herself, which would requ- require no small degree of engineering yeah, yeah. knowledge and a little bit of like electronics. Then, a lot of flashing lights and moving parts on then it. His calls son, her then, out. then his son Bean confidently tries to spell the word confidence. It's pretty bold from Bean. Isn't that a great morning? And Kevin James just once again mercilessly lampoons his own child with the line, "Well, I guess we don't have to pay for college." And it's like, who's he making these <laughs> gags for? Like, I know he's making them at the expense of his kids, which is great, but the kids are in the room. Also, his wife's not on board with this brand of humor. Also, completely yeah, undermining like all the work, hard work his wife's putting in, which frankly he isn't doing at all. This is why we hate Kevin James. This is why we hate Eric Lamonsoff. This is this is these are these are all true things. Although we did, as I said earlier, we did agree that he put in a really strong performance today on screen. Well, only in certain parts, which may or may not have had to do with we're out refreshment <laughs> breaks. We're situated throughout the viewing. But anyway, let me Just get shining to my shining light. light. And then I it was to raise as well. it was Bean Lemonsoff, Kevin James's son's characters, hand miming on the keyboard as he nailed that uh, classical tune. Because there's a bit that happens in that sequence where so. Da-da-da, He's playing along. It sounds gorgeous. He's nailing it. And then Kevin James goes, um, don't touch that bean. You'll break it. And then realizes that bean is a musical genius. And he says, you're a genius. My boy's a genius. Beat. Fart. Burp. Sneeze. Your dad's also a genius. Snaps his fingers. Exit stage right. He's at a fucking boozy party with a whole bunch of adults, and he leaves his young son alone at this keyboard. He George stands at it. <laughs> he sort of he hit his punchline. That's it from me. But the thing with George Costanza was that it worked because. And are you thinking of um, thing, uh, um, Kramer? No. Okay. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Okay. Um, but the thing is with both of those characters, I don't know which, which Seinfeld character you pick, they didn't have dependence. Which yeah. is why they were able to pull that shit off. Kevin James just bailed on his own son at a party. He did. I mean, but yeah. We, but the, the shining light was the fact that his son really nailed that hand miming. Because for ages I thought that he actually could play yeah, that yeah. pace it took me on a while the keyboard. Too. I started focusing in the last few weeks. I've got two quick points I'd like to raise. Please. We are running out of time. Uh, first, because we've got the credits up. Just randomly paused. Uh, we just randomly paused it during Ario Speedwagon's fantastic rendition for the 28th time of Live Every Moment every day because before you know it your precious time slips away now on the cast list there are two names I'd like to draw your attention to <laughs> please Bikini Girl Daisy played by Paulina Gretzky Bikini Girl is she at the top sort of, it's about a third of the way down because I can see Bikini Girl it's Savannah you, to, what, just beneath her Bikini oh, Girl yeah, Daisy yeah 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 gotcha, gotcha surely that's relative of Wayne Gretzky the number uh, of favours that Sandler's ringing in on this movie yeah in, you know, including the likelihood that... But is, he, know, is Gretzky a pretty common last name? I don't know. I tell you what, I feel like this point's losing steam quickly. The okay. other one was, is just similar. Jared Sandler, one of the frat boys. Definitely some sort of niece. Oh, you'd no, have sorry, to. nephew or cousin. You would have to say. And you I would think, have to say. I think the mission for, for next week's viewing will be to figure out which one of the frat boys is Jared Sandler. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's the guy who's in the, he's in the pink polo shirt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. It could be. I need to watch the movie again because I haven't seen it enough yet to figure out yep. if that's true or not. 
If you're wondering who the soap opera sexy twins were, it was Lisa and Lizette Garcia. Oh, they're the ones in the hey, show which is look, within the movie. Yeah, just at the bottom there, ice cream house worker, Tanya Akim. Akim. Tanya's our girl. Tanya's, Tanya, our girl. Tanya's going to be a guest on the um, podcast. She's the one who, uh, as you'll remember, gets struck yeah, upon the back of the head with an ice cream strike scoop. while the iron's... Cooling off of it. <laughs> like really losing, losing heat. Because we've been... We've been, that's a real tease we've been teasing that for about 20 weeks now. oh I see what you're saying yeah um, I hear you but there were valid reasons for why yeah, we yeah. haven't yet and the main recent one was the fact that you haven't been here and we didn't want to do any guests while you were away oh, in Europe three way Skype which by the way Can you if, imagine editing that Whew. oh god kill me now kill me now mate <laughs> bloody like, let's be done with it um, so Guy's back on board now which means we're going to introduce um, a few guests podcasts that's going to be happening from here on in because it's it's easy to pull off nowadays <laughs> nowadays now that guy's back um so get ready for die him words dominant cory uh terata and it's terata sorry my flatmate just walked in you can be a guest on the podcast eh bro Yep, excellent. Hey, I'm Guy. Uh, how's it going? Tadata. Yeah, good to meet you, Tadata. Hello, podcast. You have a good day at work? Uh, good day, mate. Good day. It's quite productive. Got a lot done. It's awesome. All right. That's awesome. It's this prob- feels like a wrap. <laughs> yeah, it's probably it from us. Um, so this is us reminding... Oh, do you know what I was going to do today, but I had to cancel because we're doing the podcast? I was going to see Housebound again. And if I could recommend one movie to watch this week, it's not Grown Ups 2. It's Housebound. Nice. All right, I'm Guy Montgomery. I'm Tim Bat. This is the worst idea of all time. Don't watch the movie. Like us on Facebook. Oh, yeah, Facebook. We're supposed to read the feedback this week. We'll do it next week. Thanks, guys. Oh, wait, wait, no, 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 no. What? I'm going to tell this. I met a guy. (laughs) We've had so many false stops. Okay, much like the film. Just quickly. I met a guy in Edinburgh. Fuck. Oh, yes. No, you have to tell the story. I met a guy in Edinburgh. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. I should look it up on Twitter, but I'm. We'll mention you next week. Yeah. uh, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. I was in Edinburgh watching a show. There were ske- Edinburgh, Scotland, people. Edinburgh, of Scotland. Uh, it was a sketch show called Twins. I was just sitting on a sofa by myself waiting for the show to begin. And this guy who was like a table over from me was like, Hey, you guy Montgomery. I love the podcast. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I, I played it real coy. I'm sorry about that. I was, I was all butterflies inside. I just didn't want you to think I was a goober. Anyway... <laughs> that was I just thought it was amazing a can you believe that on the other side of God's green so earth I t- came I've, up to you I took a, um, a photo of him on my disposable camera so I've got um, the, the cameras at the at the camera shop at the right developers? now developers right now developers, so developers. when I get the, the film back I'm gonna I'll bloody pop it on the Facebook page take your cell phone because guy doesn't remember who you are but it meant a lot to you in the moment when he met you it still means a lot to me now um, so on that Glorious high, we'll bid you adieu, uh, a fair evening, great morning, or wonderful afternoon, depending on when you're listening to the podcast, and strap yourself in, because before too long, we'll be looking at uh, episode 29. <laughs> I'm Tim Bat. Yeah, he sure is. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.